This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Allie Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch. Yep, that's me. My name is Allie Pardee. I am reporting on behalf of the Phoenix Fire Department Public Affairs Section. This show is brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting at the KTAR Studios. And this show is all things public safety and anything going on in the city of Phoenix and our automatic aid partners all around the Valley. This morning, I'm very excited to welcome Commander Brian Lee. Good morning. Good morning. And Commander Brian Lee is also attached to the title of the the City of Phoenix's Office of Emergency Management as the director. Is that correct? Correct, yes. All right, cool. I've been practicing your title, trying not to mess it up, <laughs> and it may have gone out of order, but um, thank you for joining the show this morning. No, thanks for having me. So um, talk to me about, you know, you're, you're slightly new in this role, coming over to the fire department, now working inside a fire admin, but talk to us about, you've been with the City of Phoenix for quite some time. Yes, I've been with the City of Phoenix for 33 years. Wow, that is so impressive. So where where were you before this role? So I spent almost the last five years as the uh, commander overseeing the Phoenix Police Department's Homeland Defense Bureau. Very, very cool and interesting. And what what does that entail? So the Homeland Defense Bureau is a very broad uh broad environment that we work in, and we would handle things that um, have a specific nexus to uh, any kind of uh, terrorist event or any kind of activity that has a nexus to the state of Arizona or the city of Phoenix. We handle threats. We handle uh, bomb response. I oversaw the bomb squad as part of that. Um, We have staff that would work with our our local state and federal partners uh, in investigative capacities. Um, And we also handled some of the dignitary protection for any of our visiting heads of state or, or high profile figures. Very impressive. I know you guys also do quite a bit of work when it comes to planning of big events. And we know that the city of Phoenix is no stranger to that, just hosting the Super Bowl and things like that as well, correct? Yes. Yes. The last 18 months we were in the planning process for the Super Bowl and uh, uh, it went off very well. It was a very successful event for the, for us in the city. And then just before we know it, the final four will be here, too. <laughs> yeah, we've already begun those those planning efforts. And who knows what's next? I'm sure we're, we're just a very attractive city because it's it's very impressive and a tip of the hat to you and everyone else that is executing the, the nice, smooth preparation and coordination for these big events. Thank you. And so when we look at where we're at now in the middle of June and before we know it, it's going to be monsoon season. And we know that OEM, you guys are, you know, you're at the tip of the spear when it comes to preparation, coordination, proactive measures, and also the response model. When we look at some of these, you know, severe weather, whether it be the haboobs, the dust storms, power outages, et cetera. Can you talk about that preparation that's uh, been underway for quite some time now? Sure. So the Office of Emergency Management for the City of Phoenix is responsible for um, all of the uh, uh, preparedness in uh, training and exercising that the city undergoes on an annual basis in order to be prepared for any type of an event or incident that comes our way. Uh, My office is responsible for maintaining the city's emergency operations plans for each of the city's departments, ensuring that they're up to date and that the personnel are advised and staffed and that they understand what what is expected of them in the event that we have a response uh, that we need to be prepared for. So uh, we 
continue as we go into the monsoon season. Over the years, we've also been dealing with uh, uh, the extreme heat at the mm-hmm. same time. So this year, we've taken a, a little different approach and uh, elected to combine the preparation and planning for both of those events at the same time rather than treat them individually. Um, so when it, when it comes to our development of plans for the resources that are going to be needed in order to uh, uh, work through these events over the summer. We've actually combined our, you know, our uh, our heat preparation with the uh, the monsoon as well. It's really cool to see because it's the coordination of the fire department, police department, the city of Phoenix, and like you said, all those other departments. And so when we look at just last week, we had an event that you helped host when it came to um, extreme weather preparation. And that was both internal, external, community partners, private, public sector. Can you kind of describe what your role was and what you guys did? Sure. So the Office of Emergency Management last week had the opportunity to host our annual preparedness uh, meeting that we have done uh, for several years now. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was an opportunity, again, for us to expand that to bring in some additional partners. So um, we had about... uh, a dozen or so different city department heads or the representatives that were present for this meeting. We brought in our, our we have a very, very strong uh, collaborative working relationship with our uh, utility partners with SRP and APS. Mm-hmm. We brought them in. Uh, they gave us all an, an overview and a presentation on uh, their preparedness efforts as they prepare and gear up for the uh, the high power demands that we expect to, to see over the summer. Uh, they kind of walked us through some of their contingencies, what their redundancies are and, and the plans that they have in place uh, so that we have a better understanding as a city on on what impacts that might have. Uh, We also had a chance to have uh, a couple of our other city departments that are engaged in similar types of programs with our Office of uh, Heat Response and Mitigation. We're able to come in and talk a little bit about what they're doing. And uh, then we have... uh, uh, an opportunity to kind of walk through our emergency operations plans as it relates to each of the various departments, just to make sure that everybody understands, everybody mm-hmm. is aware, any changes that need to be discussed. And it was a great opportunity to bring all those city departments together. It's cool to see it kind of come to fruition, too, because you see everyone in there. And that's just a fraction of the department that you're really working with, which is very impressive. But even just, you know, me peeking my head in there for a little bit or even what I saw during the Super Bowl is at the end of the day, this all comes down to communication and being able to know what one another are doing, what whether it be, you know, what your response model is and or how are we going to support that? How are we going to communicate that? And I know me and our role at Phoenix Fire Public Affairs, we work hand in hand with Dan Wilson and the city of Phoenix's communications office. So, you know, if there is some type of outage or if there is some type of flooding, you know, we're all on the same path when it comes to communication communication aspects and letting the citizens know, hey, watch out for this intersection, down power lines, etc. So when you look at, you know, last week's workshop, what were some maybe different or unique takeaways? So I think for us, it was just uh, enhancing the overall level of awareness of all the other things that are going on in the city at the same time. Yeah. Um, and well, what we start to see is a common trend of people competing for, for similar resources. Mm-hmm. So when my office takes a look at a program or, or uh, an, an incident that we're working, uh, it's our responsibility to help facilitate and coordinate all of those resources, whether they be physical resources or personnel, mm-hmm. to help bring those to bear to be able to address whatever the incident is. So we look for over lap to see, you know, where where are we using our resources and personnel? Are we duplicating efforts? Mm-hmm. Are there opportunities where we might be able to be more efficient in the deployment of those those limited resources? Yeah. And then the other thing we look for always is, do we have gaps in our plans? 
And if there's a gap that we need to fill, something that we need to do differently, uh, then that's the whole spirit and intent of bringing these folks together to talk about it. I hope I don't mess this up, but isn't it like prepared to plan, fail, to fail, whatever it is, you know, what I'm talking about with the prepare to whatever it is, you're failing to plan and then your plan fails. And I think that goes to show that when you look at everything in a proactive measure, whether it be extreme heat, flooding, power outages, etc. I know that I can rest assured knowing that folks like you are helping the city of Phoenix plan all these different type of emergencies. So when we look at where we're at right now, and you you talked a lot about extreme heat, and then before we know it, the monsoons are going to start hitting. Um, what would be your message to those listening to this program? Well, just like the city of Phoenix, uh, plans throughout the year and we continue to exercise those plans and revise those plans and polish them to the point that we have them as efficient as we can be. We also encourage the public to have a plan. Mm -hmm. And part of that can be as simple as just having an understanding of if your power goes out, where could you go where you could still have access to air conditioning, whether that's a local supermarket or going to to a mall, someplace that's open. you know, it, we always are, are very sensitive and we, we particularly focus on our vulnerable adult community during these critical times during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we always encourage uh, our residents to, if they have somebody in their neighborhood that might be elderly uh, or has medical conditions or concerns or any members uh, of our functional access uh, community that might need some additional assistance, please check in on them. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're always looking to make sure that we have a plan in place that if we need to uh, be able to provide that additional layer of assistance to those folks that were ready to go. And I know that the Office of Heat Response and Mitigation has done a great job alongside your office in setting up the cooling stations and cooling centers as well. And whether it be, you know, during the day and just getting out of the heat for a couple of hours, getting some water, respite, what have you. And so um, it's very the wraparound services. I think that's the best way to really put it. But at the end of the day, there's also those proactive measures, knowing that sometimes power outages will happen. But also just this past week, we've had monsoon media safety awareness week with each of the different departments and so yesterday we held um or not yesterday a couple days ago we held a trt water safety rescue so between phoenix police's helicopter and pilots they're they're driving the or flying the helicopter and then we've got the firefighters dangling performing the rescues of out of the canal meanwhile the next day phoenix police is hosting something about the importance of pulling aside and staying alive instead of you know entering a flooded roadway and i know that we have a lot of that different information on phoenix.gov forward slash fire where you know um, i know the office of emergency management has put together some materials some kits of you know be prepared know when to go that type of stuff do you have any other information that you'd want to share well, I think the biggest thing is, is, and you touched on it earlier, is just the communication. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how well prepared and how organized our, our response and mitigation strategies are, if we don't effectively communicate that to the public and to each other within the city, then uh, then we failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to make sure that the communication piece remains a critical component for everything that we do. Yeah. And also those resources, you know, we can we have our local media. We have this broadcast right here in front of us. Meanwhile, we have social media as well, where we know so many people get a lot of their information and it's just catching their attention for that quick second, then linking them to those resources. And whether they're online or not, those resources are also available at different, you know, city centers, adult centers, senior centers, things Mm -hmm. like that as well. Correct. 
So when we look at, you know, the rest of the summer and before we know it, it'll be the fall. But anything else on the docket for the office? I mean, anything else like there's like you ever really have a downtime? <laughs> well, you mentioned, uh, you know, a big portion of what we do is we help support the city uh, whenever we have these these large scale events, special mm-hmm. events coming. And we've already started our, our planning and preparation for the NCAA Final Four uh, coming in, in the spring of 2024. So we're already working in that capacity. And then we still have our our annual ongoing events that we continue to support mm-hmm. with multiple city departments in order to make sure that each each event is is planned and safe and uh, that our our residents have a good time. Yeah, no, and I can I can attest to it. it's very impressive what you guys are doing and being able to see, you know, the coordination between the different departments. Meanwhile, also just, you know, like we talked about, that's just a couple of people from each of those respective departments, then relaying that information and, you know, training the trainer, if you will, in a sense. Right. Very good. Well, as we talked about, we knew that this this time today was going to go quickly, but it won't be the last time I have you on this show because you are a wealth of information for not only the fire department, but the entire city of Phoenix. And we're just so excited and happy to have you, Commander Lee. Well, I appreciate that. I'm happy to be here. Very good. Well, this is your official warm welcome to the Phoenix Fire <laughs> Department and to Valley Watch and all our loyal listeners out there. And for everyone joining us here today on Valley Watch, we thank you for listening and we we encourage you to follow us on social media if you are not already, but please have a safe and happy Sunday.